Welcome back to the Commission Casey podcast series. As always, my name is Casey Simons. I'm the host of this series. Incredibly excited you've chosen to join me today. Let's get cranking today with some baseball. Uh, Major League Baseball certainly had a whole bunch of games as they do every day. So I want to break down the action that was played on April the 11th in Major League Baseball. I will start with some hitters and then hit some pitchers at the end. All right, let's get started on offense with Cedric Mullins of the Baltimore Orioles. He was two for four yesterday on the season, batting 459 with one home run and two steals. Now, the reason I highlight Cedric Mullins is simply this. He is batting leadoff for this team. Not a very good team. I don't think there's a ton coming up the pipeline that is really going to um, take away his playing time, right? Last year in 2020, he was seven for nine on steals. So if he stole seven bases in, in a 60-game season, there's any reason he can't get to 20 steals. If he can give you a little pop, keep the average okay, he's absolutely a guy I think we should think about adding here. Look at the roster percentage, 45 on ESPN, 35 on Yahoo, 57 on Fantrax, 47 on CBS. He is widely available if you need some help, particularly in the steals department. I want to pivot over to Kyle Seeger. Remember when Kyle Seager used to be a good player? I do too. Looks like we might be heading back in that direction. Four for four yesterday with his first two home runs of the season. He is now batting 314 on the year. Of course, those two home runs. Plus, he has a steal. Kyle Seager used to be a startable third baseman. Maybe we're moving that direction again. Man, uh, rostered 57% on ESPN, 48% on Yahoo, 86 on Fantrax, 87 on CBS. Um, if you need help at third base, you had Cabrian Hayes or something's gone wrong there. Here's the guy you can look at. Finally, I want to talk about Ryan McMahon, much more widely rostered across the league. However, I specifically want to point out Yahoo on this one. Only 78% rostered on Yahoo. Has first, second, and third base eligibility over there. He was one for four yesterday and added a steal. On the season, he's batting 333 with five home runs, nine RBIs, and that steal. He can absolutely help you right now. Any day the Rockies are playing Coors Field, I like to get my Rockies in my lineup and play them. So just three guys you can look at if you're hurt and if you if you need some help. Let's move from there. Let's look at some starting pitchers. All right. I want to start with Clayton Kershaw. I just told you on hitters, I'm not going to tell you about the good players. I'm going to tell you about Clayton Kershaw. So I, th- I thought coming to year, Clayton Kershaw had the potential to be a top 10 pitcher. He got bombed in Colorado start of season, right? His first start was in Colorado. Two starts since then. Um, last Yesterday, six innings, five hits, no walks, no earned, six Ks. Since that game in Colorado, 13 innings, nine hits, no walks, one earned, 14 strikeouts. He has been spectacular. I thought this was going to be an option for him all the way along. I think the only issue with Kershaw is he's not quite the innings eater he used to be when he was a younger pitcher. He is still terrific. There is absolutely no reason Clayton Kershaw cannot be a top 10 pitcher in this league. Loved him coming in, and he's pitching like it right now. From there, I want to pivot to two younger guys who, again, are widely available. Let's start with Brent Honeywell Jr. If you'll recall, he was, for years, one of the top pitching prospects in baseball. He has had multiple elbow surgeries. And it's nice to see him back on the mound again. Yesterday, they just threw two innings, 21 pitches, but they were a clean two innings, two strikeouts in there. Brent Honeywell may very well become a thing again. Um, And if you are in real deep leagues, dynasty type of leagues, and he is available, he is definitely a guy we're going to want to look at. Um, If you're in seasonal kind of redraft leagues, we may want to hold off and see a few more starts, but 
Certainly very encouraging and great to see back one of the best young prospects in baseball a few years ago. I also want to talk about Luke Weaver speaking of young prospects we used to be really excited about. So Luke Weaver has been through a tough patch the last couple of years in terms of his abilities. It was great yesterday. Seven innings pitched, one hit, one walk, no earned runs, eight strikeouts. Maybe Luke Weaver becomes good again. He's a player I think I'm not going to rush to pick him up today, but I'm definitely going to watch that next start he makes with some interest, see if he can carry this forward um, into his next start, maybe his next couple of starts, and then I'll definitely be interested in making a move for him. From here, let's pivot and we'll look at a few closer situations. Okay, let's get started in Cleveland. Uh, last night, we had Nick Whitgren give up an earned run and work the seventh. We had James Karinchak work the eighth, walk a batter. And then we had Emmanuel Classe come in, get to save second save in three days. Um, he did allow a hit. He did allow a walk. Uh, and in his innings pitch, he did strike a player out. He's not the highest strikeout guy ever, um, judging by his minor's record. But just based on what I'm seeing, it feels like Emmanuel Class A is the closer here in Cleveland. Um, I did put in uh, a waiver claim for him in one of my leagues. I do think he's the guy you're going to want moving forward in terms of saves. However, if you're looking for like strikeouts and innings, I think James Ch- Karinchak remains more the guy you might want there. Looking in Seattle. Uh, Rafael Montero had a clean save yesterday, uh, clean inning. However, he did blow a hold the day before, came in, gave up the game-tying run. I, I don't see any reason to be worried about Rafael Montero's job at this point. I think the fact they went right back to him the day after he kind of had given up a run is a good sign in Seattle. Finally, in Philadelphia, we had Jose Alvarado come in and work the eighth, walked a batter, allowed no earned runs, and Hector Neres came in and worked the ninth for a clean save over there. So I think the Philly situation is pretty clear at this point that Hector Neres is your closer there. I think Jose Alvarado is the guy you're going to want in a if something happens to Neres situation. So that's all I got for today for baseball. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Please check us out on the web at www.commishkc.com and check us out on Twitter at commish. Casey, we will talk to you very, very soon.